welcome to Education, Leadership, and Beyond, Surviving and Thriving. My name is Andrew Murata, host of the show, and it is show number 217. Happy summer. Happy heat wave. It's July here, 2022, and it is hot outside. I don't know where you're at in the country, where you are listening, uh, but man, it's hot up here in the Northeast. It's hot in Kentucky. I just spoke to today's guest. We're going to meet Marlo Hazard here in a moment. 95 in New York and Kentucky. So summer's here. We'll be complaining how cold it is in January. But welcome to show 217. Uh, proud to be your host. Proud to be a, a member of the Education Podcast Network, Voice Ed Radio Canada, live here on Facebook, on iTunes, wherever it is you are consuming your podcast. We are uh, happy for your support. And uh, if you're liking the show, give us a positive review. Give us a thumbs up, forward it to a friend, and uh, certainly spread the word of uh, education, leadership, and beyond. I do want to thank today's sponsor, um, Havsies Cookies. Havsies Cookies are a local company here in New York. They're literally half cookies, cut in half, beautiful. The cut, you can see it, tastes even better. Their discount code is Marada15. Check them out. Here's their logo up in the corner here. Check them out. Uh, have these cookies. You can order them. They vacuum ship, and certainly Marlo Hazard is going to get some for him and the girls down there uh, in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Um, so I appreciate uh, Have These Cookies. You're going to a barbecue, you're going to a birthday party this summer, order some Have These Cookies. Marada 15 is your discount code. All right, let's get rolling on show number 217. Back in the fall, I met Principal Hazard, uh, and I was presenting. You know, I'm always reading the room, looking around, and then, bam, I, I connected with this guy. He, I joked, right? I said, hey, I wanted to be the, the sharpest, dressed guy in the room. And I had him stand up. He had the sport coat, and he just looked the part. He looked like a million bucks. I didn't know him at the time. I didn't know him, his leadership. I didn't know much about him. Uh, but he got my attention with just how he looked. He carried himself tall. He uh, uh, dressed the part, nice sport coat, uh, carried himself with confidence, right? Maybe he was nervous. Maybe he maybe he wasn't a good principal. Who knows? I, I didn't know at the time. But when I met him and I shook his hand and then we spoke a little bit, uh, you know, I said, you are the best dressed guy in the room, right? And everybody laughed. But I think, you know, and I'm going to ask Marlo, it, it's intentional. It's intentional to dress uh, the part I work today, I got my my, my logo here, my Port Jervis uh, shirt, right? I, I'm intentional about how I dress, intentional about how I look. And I think that's important for us as school leaders to, you know, model that and show that. And Marlo did that. And he got my attention. And here we are uh, about six months later on the podcast. Enough of me talking. We want to hear from him uh, way down there in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Marlo, welcome to the program. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me. Appreciate you coming on. Uh, this is Principal uh, Marlo Hazard, Warren Elementary, Bowling Green, Kentucky. Yes. It's not where the University of Bowling Green is. It's where Western Kentucky is. Yes, it is. Yes. Sir. All right. Yes. Marlo, welcome. It's an honor to have you on. Tell me about that, Marlo. Tell me the other side of when we met. Do you dress like that on purpose? What What's the, the behind you dressing so sharp and looking the part? Uh, that that's every day for me. Uh, you know, everybody always tells me, you know, you're, you're always the sharpest dressed guy in, in in the room. I mean, you know, even you know my superintendent, he'll say something like that. And 
you know, even like last week we had a uh, an SBDM, a site-based council, just a training, and then you know the uh, the assistant uh, superintendent was in there. And he said, "Do you ever just come out and just something casual?" I just said, uh, "When I'm mowing my yard, maybe that's about it." So <laughs> no sport but, coat. <laughs> yeah, the, the the purpose is is just you know just to you know kind of, kind of look the part, but then you know just to, to grab attention because. Uh, my, my first year of teaching, uh, I would wear a tie about every day. And then I, I remember one of the, it was a sub that came in the building and walked right past the principal and came to me and said, hey, sir, can you tell me where this room is? And I said, well, I said, yeah, I can tell you, you know, where it is. And when I showed him, he said, he said, how long have you been principal here? And I said, uh, I said, I, I teach math. So <laughs> and he said, oh, okay, I, I didn't know. I said, the lady you walked beside, I said, that was, she's the principal, so. But wow. it's, just, it's just that way that I do things just to, you know, again, to grab the attention, you know, just to, you know, if you look good, you feel good, you know, you feel good, you know, you lead, you lead well, you know, and that, that's, that's just how I look at it. That's just how I look at it. And was there somebody when you were a youngster, Marlo, that you saw and said, man, I, 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 I want to dress like that. I want to look like that. I want to, I want to do that. Was some, did somebody model that for you? No, I, I just I just think that I've I've always just kind of had that in me just to you know to to, to dress the right way, kind of you know just just dress the right way. Now I know when I was in my teens, I, I probably did some some silly kind of dressing, but once I once I became a little older and, and you know just more mature about you know just more conscious about how I'm looking, you know how I'm representing things, then you know I began to change all that up. I mean, probably about my my sophomore year of high school, I really began to you know to really focus on how, how I looked about, you know, just looked the part. Yeah. And uh, as I shared when, when we met, yeah, I used to referee and, and the veteran refs told me that when you walked on the court, your shirt was pressed, your pants, your shoes shine. They said that was half the battle of being accepted by the coaches was that first presentation. And uh, you certainly got my present, uh, my attention when I presented, you know, and, and here we are uh, six months later. So, uh, kudos to you for leading uh, with that, because some people don't think it's important, you know, and I, I believe it is. So, cool. Uh, Marlo, tell us uh, about tell us about Warren Elementary. How long you been there? Um, you know, tell me a little bit about the culture of the school. Uh, yeah, this is my my second year here at Warren Ale. Um, you know, we're about um, about seventy percent uh, English second language population. So, oh, you know, wow. There's about 30, 28 to 30 different languages spoken here. There's about about 700, 700 students here. So it's, uh, I tell you, it, it's, it's a lot of fun. I tell you, you know, you come in and you learn some Swahili, you learn some, learn some Pashto, you know, you, you just learn some different languages that you never thought you ever heard of. I mean, you know, and so you try to learn those things just to communicate with the kids and, and just ha have a good time here. So it, it's just, just like that here. So a lot okay. of fun. Uh, if you're watching live, I'd love to for you to jump in and uh, ask a question or a comment for Marlo. What is it about the community that uh, makes it so diverse? Uh, just you know, at Bowling Green is kind of is just kind of one of those uh, transit communities where, you know, long ago when I was at Western, they had a you know just kind of a uh, I, I kind of I can't even remember they had just kind of a transient just. Uh, really it was just kind of like a little house that they would bring, you know, refugees into and, and just kind of take care of them. And then it just began, began to grow from there. I mean, so that was, 
I was at Western and I graduated in 99. And so then, you know, from there, it just kind of exploded here. I mean, of course, with you know, with the university here as well, I mean, it, it kind of, it brings a lot of, you know, different nationalities in here. But, you know, as far as like, you know, the schools and everything, it's just really just grown because, you know, just kind of where we're located at, we're located about, uh, we're about an hour uh, south of Nashville. So, you know, and Nashville kind of brings some of that in. We're, then we're about an hour and a half south of Louisville as well, and then Lexington also. So Bowling Green's kind of in the middle, kind of that little melting pot in the middle. Big, not too small, but, you know, just kind of just right for everyone. And what was your message? What was your leadership? What was your communication with your staff this year, Marlo, in terms of, you know, coming out of COVID, getting back into it? What were some things about your staff that you helped lead as they led the children? Uh, it was just just all about just kind of a reset and then you know we just talked about you know every student every day uh we we knew that you know some of our our population is just you know a lot of our kids they they, they missed out on those hugs and those high fives and all those things like that because they may not have gotten it at home and so they missed out on it you know because for us not being in school and so you know it was just kind of that that new you know just kind of resetting and then just every every student every day. That's kind of how we, we kind of went through and looked at it, and just makes made it purposeful, you know, to to lead these kids, to really love on them, to really you know give them that that extra little bit of, you know, the extra little push, but then have a little grace with them as well, because mm. you know it's all about you know just that good balance. Nice, I like that that extra push with a little bit of grace. Uh, they certainly need that now. Uh, where did you come up with that? Was that something that your staff, you know, every student every day, I saw that's one of your hashtags. Uh, was that something that you developed or, or, or the staff collaboratively? How did that yeah, come about? We just, just kind of sent out a, just a little, you know, kind of a, uh, it just kind of a little survey on something we want to do. I want to change things, you know, just kind of going into a new year. And then, you know, it was just kind of like, you know, we're, we're going to do a book study and the book, the book is called Culturize. And mm. that, that was kind of, that's kind of what that, you know, the, the motto is in on that book. It's every student every day. And I said, hey, well, let's just borrow that. And that, that's what we'll use. You know, and that's how, how we'll do things. It's every student every day. And just to make it make it purposeful and whatever we do, it's all about the students. The great Jimmy Casas. I love that book. There's so many takeaways uh, from that. Um, Marlo, you and I met at uh, KASA, the principal summit. Uh, you know, you absorbed it. We, you know, there was a lot of sessions. There was a lot of stuff going on. I know you're just going to be in the front of their upcoming conference here. Uh, but what drew you to that conference? And then how did you, how do you consume the information? Are you a, a verbal a audio? Were you writing it down? Did you record it? Like, how did you absorb and grow from that experience? Uh, just I'm, I'm a visual learner on, you know, pretty much on everything. Uh, just going to that conference, uh, you know, just kind of kind of a, uh, it, it was actually sent out. And I thought, well, hey, I, I just like to go. And then so because I, I hadn't I hadn't really ever been. We went to like Ron Clark and things like that. But I just wanted to go to a, a KASA conference and you know, hadn't really been to one, you know, as such, you know. And so, you know, principal striving and everything like that. So, you know. And so then I thought, well, you know, this this is what I want to do. So I went there. But then for me, it's just all about the, you know, the visual, you know, the, the visual prompts that you had up and everything like that. That's how I learn. And then that's mm -hmm. where 
and I can take those things in and begin to, you know, kind of, as you said, give a little twist of your own and use them, you know, in your classroom and all that or in, in your building. So, you know, that's just, that's how I learned. And did you take something back? Was there something that resonated with you that you took back that you started that maybe you weren't doing or you started doing a little differently after being there? Um, yeah, yeah. It just, just some, just some, just some simple things that there was the, the one story, you know, about the, you know, when, when you told about, um, I can't remember how actually it was when the, I think it was a bird that fell out into the, into the field. And then, you know, sometimes you said, you know, sometimes people who, who poop on you don't mean so, so much bad for you and all that. So, <laughs> you know, and, and cause a lot, a lot of that, <laughs> you know, being, being a principal in the building, you know, of course, you know, there's always, there's always somebody who, who's kind of, you know, kind of not really have it out for you, but just want to kind of push your buttons and everything like that. So, you know, I always have to look at those things and, and use those in a way to, you know, to kind of motivate the people and, and keep keep everybody in line, basically. Not everyone who poops on you is your enemy. Right. Not it's, everyone who gets you out of the poop is your friend. Right. And when you're deep in the poop, it's best to keep your mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yes, sir. Oh, man. Well, it was great uh, that you were there. And right. I think it's such an important part of our own leadership that we continue to grow, continue yeah. to serve others. So good for you. And I hope uh, we can get uh, at least connect a little bit. Uh, I know you'll be with your team up at this upcoming conference uh, in Louisville, KASA. Um, yeah. You have some passions outside of school, um, uh, uh, Marlo, that, uh, you know, in your life, photography, baseball, uh, you, you, you're into sports photography. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I just back way back when I was, you know, uh, I used to watch, you know, of course you'd see Andre Agassi on, um, you know, on the, uh, shoot, shooting pictures. And that was it Andre Agassi? No, it's not Andre. What's his name? I think it is Andre Agassi with the cannon long ago. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah with yeah, all so, the crazy outfits. Yeah. Yeah. yeah all his crazy hair and all that. So, so yeah, that's what I did. I just picked up a camera back when I was in, in high school and uh, just began shooting and, and just never put it down. And so, you know, just had the had the opportunity to uh, just uh, what's been you know, seven or eight, 10 years ago, uh, uh, the Sporting Times called me up and said, hey, you know, will you, you know, do some shooting for us? And I said, yeah, great. Yeah, that'd be fine. So I cover every every local high school sport around. So, you know, it just it gets it gets pretty busy, but I I, I enjoy it though. I enjoy it, you know, to, to the fullest. So yeah, enjoy it. love to hear about people's passions. So let me ask you this, Marlo. At school, you know most times what's coming, right? You got the bell coming for dismissal. You got a holiday break coming up. You got parent teacher conference, and you prep for that. You get yourself set. You get ready. How is that with how, you know, sports photography, right? You, you, you know, if you're shooting football, right, maybe it's going to be a pass play, but is there something that you do to get ready for those events or you just deal with it as it comes to you? Well, you know, a lot of times, you know, I always do, you know, I kind of have my stuff kind of set up like, you know, I know the quarterback's going to be throwing a ball. So I get those safe shots, you know, early on in the game. I mean, you know, he's, he drops back the pass. I get a guy handing the ball off and, you know, running the ball. Those are those safe shots. And then, you know, so then I may focus on, you know, the the wide receiver for about seven or eight plays because I know somewhere along the way, you know, you can always find who's, who's going to be the, the targeted wide receiver. So, you know, I just kind of set myself up like that, just kind of break the game down. Uh, as far as football and, 
you know, and then baseball kind of the same way, you know, just got to kind of, if you know the game, you know, what's going to happen, you know, if there's a guy on first, you can kind of set yourself up to, you know, to be on the first base side to try to catch that double play, you know, and just, just those simple things like that. And basketball, of course, just sitting on the goal, just, just waiting and, you know, just, just seeing people dribble and rebounds and all that stuff, elbows. I mean, you know, that, that's, uh, I enjoy that. So just setting yourself up in the, in the right spot. That's basically what it is. And we have those special teachers that stand out, those special students. What makes a photo stand out amongst the others? Uh, just um, for me, it's just just if it's in black and white, it just stands out. But mm. I mean, you know, if there's some emotion into it, then you know, you you know, you you really got a good shot. Like if there's a dunk, and then you see the reaction to it. A lot of times, you know, a photographer they'll they shoot the picture, and then they'll they're having the you know, the guy dunking or whatever, and then they'll look at the picture to see what they see if they got the dunk. But for me, I, I'll shoot the picture and just continually keep on shooting because there's going to be a reaction afterwards. So they're going to scream or they're going to, you know, put up, the, you know, their, their muscles or something, you know, to kind of show off like that. So I always just kind of keep the camera up to my eye, keep on ready to shoot. We got another sharp dresser watching the show here, Marlo, my friend Matt Hodge from Alabama. Matt, thank you for the support. Uh, and, and Marlo got another follower there on Twitter. Marlo, that's cool uh, to have a, a passion like that, something that that's you know strikes your spirit. Um, but also, you you're a baseball player and a pretty good one at that. Um, tell me about that, and and I know you have a story here about not getting drafted uh, in your life. <laughs> yeah. there. So share a little yeah. bit about that. Well, yeah. So so many moons ago, I uh, I said, hey, you know, that's what I want to do play some major league baseball. I thought that was going to be, you know, my, my way out. Of course, that was, uh, I had already registered for my freshman year of college, but then, you know, so there were a couple of trial camps in Louisville. And so I went to those trial camps and Colorado Rockies and I talked to the guy and we were, had a good relation, you know, good, good time talking. I, I did well at the camps and he said, Hey, well, we're going, we're going to start playing here, you know, at every weekend. And, you know, we want you to keep coming back. So, I kept on going back. I was kind of like a little travel team, but they were just trying to pick the guys that they wanted or whatever. And so, you know, of course, me being about 18, 17, 18, I thought, hey, you know, I'm, I'm getting drafted, you know. I, and I, you know, of course, by then school was already started. And so, you know, <laughs> I missed the drop date. I'll just tell you that. So, so anyway, so ro rolls on into to September, you know, and, and September, October. And then, you know, of course, it's the, the kind of little season's done. I didn't get chosen. So then I thought, man, what am I going to do? So I, I looked back and I said, well, I'm trying to get, you know, go back to school. But then I realized I missed a drop date. So I had about, you know, 15 hours worth of F's. So, so yeah, that, 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 was, that, that bit me there pretty good. And so I had to sit out for a whole year. So the, the next August rolls around. And then that's when I came to Western. And, you know, just the, the story behind that, you know, just, I met with the, uh, you know, the counselor here and then she, she gave me a shot. She said, Hey, you know, she said, I, I, I like your story. She said, Hey, I'm going to give you a shot. And uh, she said, you, you just do well here. Try to get these grades up. And she said, you know, I'm, I'm going to let you in. So I was on academic probation there for a little bit. And so every day 
I would, you know, whatever whatever note I took in class, I would run a copy of it and I would bring it to, to that, you know, her name was Cheryl Chambers. I'd bring it to a door every day and she'd have a bunch of papers all stacked outside her door and all that. But anyway, so finally got off academic probation. Everything was great. And then, you know, and, but just kind of you know, kind of full circle on that story. So she was applying for a new position there at Western, and then she asked me to write her a letter of recommendation. So, wow, cool story there. But yeah, it was a lot, <laughs> lot of fun, but a lot of pain that went through that thing for sure. Yeah, so. yeah. Now, did you wind up playing baseball at Western? Was that something? No, that no, I, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, that was so. it. Yeah, by, by then I, it was it was you know too far gone you know 22 23 years old so they were like ah we don't want an old guy on the team so yeah. <laughs> well good for you for chasing it and, and working through that hard time and uh you know i'm sure you could share now with a lot of student athletes about you know being in the hole and what that meant to you and uh thank you for sharing that yeah yeah that's great you remember her name and did she get the job yeah, and she did. Yeah, she she did. She got the job, and it, it was all it was, it was pretty awesome. So I thought nice. like, yeah, it nice. did something right for us. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, Marla, let's talk a little bit more about uh, your, your staff and your leadership with your staff. How how you know if I were to ask your teachers, how does Principal Hazard lead? What would they What would they say about you? Uh, they they would say just lead by example. Uh, you know, there's there's been plenty of times. I mean, you can probably find on my teach on my teacher's Twitter page. I'm I'm usually picking up trash or working in the cafeteria, handing out food. Just you know, just being there, just being visible. That that's the that's the biggest thing for me. It's just being in the classroom, being visible. And sometimes it's almost I feel bad sometimes when I go into the classroom because all the kids are going, Mr. Hazard, they're all kind of running up to me. They want to hug me and everything like that. And so I kind of feel bad, but then I, you know, but I know that those kids, you know, those kids need it. They need to see me there. And so, because, you know, a lot of times they, they've probably never seen a man in a suit coming in the classroom before, or they've seen a man in a suit at all. So, you know, so it's just, it's just about, you know, they, they, they would say he just, he just leads by, you know, just by example. I mean, you see, he, he doesn't mind the, you know, get dirty and get on the floor and, you know, clean up whatever. He, that's how he is. So. I'm sure he's taking care of that suit while he's getting getting dirty on the floor. <laughs> like yeah. If you're watching live again, please jump in, ask us a question or a comment. Uh, and how about now, Marlo? In the summer, right, we have a chance to catch our breath. Um, you're going away with your team next week. What are some things that you're doing to intentionally sharpen your own saw? Uh, just, you know, again, just being able to, you know, do, do some reading. I'll, I'll do, I, I just read the autobiography of, of Malcolm X and just, just trying to, you know, just kind of, kind of taking into account those things. And I read those books because of, you know, say, say a struggling time and then, you know, how, how you know, Malcolm struggled. And then, so maybe that kind of relates to me. And so, you know, just to try to, to try to understand how he lived and then, you know, try to set myself in, in that direction there as well. You know, just trying to, you know, just on a, on a straight narrow path to make sure that I'm doing things the right way. So, but just sharpening the saw, just again, just doing, just doing some reading, trying to go to some conferences, uh, trying to meet with my staff, trying to get, get an understanding of what, what their, you know, what their thought is for the new year, you know, how they want to do things this year. Uh, you know, what's their goals, what's their ambitions and things like that. And when you're reading these books or you're doing these exercises, when something really gets your attention, how do you then say, yeah, bam, it's that thing that I want to bring back to my staff. It's that 
story of Malcolm uh, X that that uh, you know resonated with me, and I'm going to you know share this story in this matter. What is it, or when you know how do you how do you catch those things that you know can help serve your staff? Uh, well, I, I just use it to think about the students, you know, mm -hmm. how, how, how it would be effective for the students. And then that's how I bring it to my staff. So whatever I'm reading and whatever catches my eye on that, I mean, you know, I'll use that and just take that back to, you know, and just relate it to my students. And then so then that's how I use it with my staff. All about the kids. I love it. Um, you had some great mentors in your life that impacted you. And Dr. John V was one of them. And you yes, shared sir. that. He saw something in you that you didn't see as your, uh, you know, in yourself. Yeah. Um, you know what? What was that? And and then, you know, how come you didn't feel that in your in yourself? Well, you know, again, that that was that was during that that battle of time of uh, academic probation, and you know, and I was unsure, you know, which direction to go, and you know, did I need to get get out and go to the Marines or what? I, you know, I was just, you know, just kind of with that time and. You know, he, he just, you know, he, he was a professor there and he was a special education professor. And he just said, listen, he said, if you want to do it, you can do it. He said, but that, he said, it's up to you. He said, you know, he said, I can sit here and tell you all day long. He said, but if you want to do it, you can do it. And then so, you know, that that's kind of how, how it was. And he, he just kind of, you know, so I took it. I took that advice, kind of ran with it, went and uh, got my master's in special education. You know, mm. in teaching like that, and and he's he's since passed, and then so, you know, but you know when uh, when I when I became principal here, my uh, of course you know, I don't have Facebook, but then everybody was on Facebook, and his wife commented on it, and then she said, she said congratulations, Marlo. She said I bet John is smiling down on you right now, and then so with that I tell you, you know, and and I you know of course I had my wife to reply back. I said yeah, he, he's he's a big part of it. I mean, he's, you know, I celebrate that with him because it was, it was, he was a big part of, you know, me doing this. So. Yeah. Amazing. A little, a little, a little phrase, a little thing like that, that really just could oh, yeah. resonate with you and change the kind of course of what you were doing that if yeah. you want to do it, you can do it. Yeah. Wow. You had some professors there that, that really helped you at Western, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they did. I mean, I tell you, it was just, uh, it was just, you know, those, those guys, you know, in that special education department. And then there was a Dr. Smith in that library media. He, he was that same way. I mean, you know, he just said, man, he said, he said, that million dollar smile. He said, you can go anywhere. He said, but you know, it's up to you. It's, it's up to you. And I said, okay. And then, you know, funny story with that. He, he came back Well, he didn't come back. He, he moved to uh, Louisiana. And then uh, once I became principal here, he sent me a card. And then he said, you know, in the card, it just it had a little note in there. It just said, you know, hey, I'm proud of you. You know, he said, you always had that that ability to make people feel like they were so important in their life, and and you you make people better for the way that you are. And I thought, wow, yes, yeah, so. I love it. Yeah, I love these things. You, I like that you're able to hold on to them. Uh, and I love when we have someone jump in the show here. Thank you, Ashley. Ashley uh, Guarino uh, got a question there. I, can, I don't know if you could see that, Marla, but what is one routine? you have that contributes to your success each day? Uh, one routine that I have, um, and it's, you know, just on my morning meetings, every every morning, I'll, I'll you know, talk to the kids, you know, welcome them in and everything like that. But then before I leave, before I get off the, the PA system, I always tell them, you are great, you are wonderful, you are awesome. 
and that, and that, and everybody, and that's that's just kind of my my motto. And one of my teachers actually, she she made me a cup, and it says that, you know, and so I do that every day. And then so you know, of course, it's it's just it's just the big motto around here now. You're you're great, you're wonderful, you're awesome. Oh. And that, I repeat it back, and it, it's just a, you know, just something I just created up, and I, I, that that that's one routine that I do that every. So no matter if I'm having a stressful day, I always tell I always tell the kids that. I'll tell the kids that. So. Well, great question, Ashley, and an even better answer. Marla has some principals on there uh, that uh, they get stuff like that painted in the front of their building. They get painted in the opening walkway, and I think that's a beautiful statement. So kudos to you and Ashley. Like it as well. on that one. <laughs> it got me thinking. Yeah, get that painted up there. I want to see that on Twitter, man. That's cool because yeah. kids do need to hear that, right? Because yeah. oh, what yeah, do no they doubt. hear? They hear they're not good enough. Your reading scores aren't good enough, and uh, that's beautiful. So I, I agree with Ashley's words there. All right. Well, Marlo, what the what was something uh, before we get to rapid fire? What was something maybe that I didn't ask you about uh, that that you wanted to talk about? Uh, I don't seem like you covered it all. I mean, you know, just, um, you know, just, I guess you've covered everything, I guess about, you know, you know, about the education, about my, my little ups and downs and everything like that. So, yeah, I mean, you, you've covered everything. I like that saying. And, uh, yeah, maybe you get that painted, uh, on the, on the, uh, front of your building. I'm going to do, um, my good friend up in Massachusetts. Uh, he just retired, uh, Brian, and his name is escaping me this moment, but Brian is a uh, uh, positive sign Thursday on Twitter. And I'm okay. going to, you know, he, he, he would have signs like that. You are awesome. You are incredible. Brian McCann, excuse me, forgive me, oh, Brian. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to do that. So maybe we'll collaborate on that Marlo and, yeah. uh, you know, get that word out about positivity with the children. So that's cool. Um, all right, Marlo, these are rapid fire questions. I know it's getting hot down there. My <laughs> air just kicked off here too. So, uh, but these yeah, are rapid fire First thing that comes to your mind, are you ready? Yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, where are we? First, uh, last book you read? Uh, the Autobiography of Malcolm X. Yeah. La- last movie you saw? Um, Lean on me. I, I watch it. I watch it constantly. So yeah. <laughs> no clock. Oh yeah, that's it. That's don't, my man. Don't, don't lock the doors down there, Warren. Yeah, I won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> your favorite dish. Uh, I like, uh, I like salmon. Yeah. Mm. I like salmon. How you like it prepared? Just, just grilled, uh, with some broccoli. Nice. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Favorite place to travel? Uh, Washington, DC. I just, mm. I just left there last week. Hey, I tell you, I, I'd go back every day if I could. Yeah. 70 miles, man. He put, he put some miles on when you were there. <laughs> no doubt about that. <laughs> <laughs> what is a journal or a blog you subscribe to? Uh, Black Enterprise. I've, I've I've had that one for for you know for the longest time, and that that was that was again back in college when I had that. And then of course you know Ebony Magazine. I always subscribe to that as well. So. Yeah. Okay. Uh, your favorite stress reliever? Uh, photography. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So shoot some pictures. That's he it. likes it. What's a pet peeve of yours? Something gets under your skin. Uh, just when, when, when people say they'll call me back and they don't, that, that, mm. that bugs me. Yeah. I always have a thing. I, I call it the sundown rule. So if you call me and you have a question, if I don't know it, then I'll get back to you before the sun goes down. And that's 
how I like to do it. I like it. I'm with you on that, right? Uh, people don't RSVP anymore. It drives me crazy, right? You send out invitational party, they don't even RSVP. Yeah. Right? yeah. Give me a recent victory, something you want to celebrate. Um, just, you know, um, just, I, I tell you what I did. I, I went over to, um, I went over to, to, uh, one of our neighborhoods with the kids and, and a recent victory for me. So I took popsicles over there and mm. it's, uh, you know, it's a, it's a pretty big, it's about, I don't know, 150 kids. And so, you know, I'm always trying to learn every kid's name. And so that victory there, I missed about four kids names out of about 150. So, wow. so, so it, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> You know, of course, it's it's kind of a neat thing. I always try to remember them, and so I always hand out these popsicles. I go see them, and I hand out, you know, hey, thank you, and say all the names. And then I had to. There was about four kids. I just I just didn't know. And two of them though were were actually uh, were preschoolers going to kindergarten. So I didn't have them anyway. So so I really missed two. So <laughs> you got a, you got a whole year to get them. Oh yeah, yeah, no doubt. Beautiful. Louisville, Kentucky, or Western Kentucky? Who's your team? Uh, WKU all the way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right here. Yeah. And what's yeah. their nickname? What is WKU? Hilltoppers. Hilltoppers. What's a hilltopper? Well, at, at Western, it, there's you know, of course, it's just it's up a big hill, and that's you know, like there's there's a a residence hall at the very bottom of the hill, and then you know, to get to the top of the hill, it's just it's a it's a trek for sure. So, and everybody hated going up the hill, so it's hilltoppers. Yeah, hilltoppers. <laughs> Uh, state of the SEC, uh, the, you know, all this movement in college, you involved with that? You pay attention to that? What's you know, your I, I just kind of, you know, I, I, not really. I mean, I was listening to Nick Saban today just talk about some different things, but, you know, not not, not, a, not a big deal to me. My, my biggest thing, you know, I just want to go shoot some pictures down there. So if you know somebody, get me in the SEC game, hey, I, I'll shoot some pictures and, and send you some. <laughs> get the uh, get the press pass for them. There you uh, go. I've learned a lot about Kentucky since my time getting there, right? Horses, bourbon, and you know the SEC. Uh, well, are you are you into the bourbon? Is that are you? Are you a connoisseur? No, you know, no, no, don't 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 drink it all. Don't don't drink it all. So yeah, that's why you look so good. <laughs> so now <laughs> I do I do like the horses. I went to the Kentucky Derby uh, about three years ago and shot some pictures there. It just kind of. Got down there, got to shoot a little bit, and it, it, that was that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. So, that is the yeah, event. Yeah, that that's it. That's the that's the granddaddy of them all, I guess, is what they say. So. Wow, wow! At eight a.m. on Saturday morning, I feel fill in the blank. Uh, energized. I'm up every morning at at uh, you know four fifteen, walking my dog, and then just I'm gone from there. You know, so that's it. Love it. Best purchase under a hundred bucks that has had a great impact on your life? Mm, uh, probably my, uh, my my wedding certificate. Yeah, my, my wedding, my, my license. Yeah, my, <laughs> my marriage license. Yeah. Good man. Yeah. The, the, the paper cost under a hundred, but everything else yeah, was over there. Yeah. There, there you go. Yeah, but I, you know, got, got me a great support system there, you know, so. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, yeah. If I were to come to a barbecue at your house this summer and you would say, oh, you got to try the fill in the uh, blank. What do I got to try? Hey, my, 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 my salmon on the grill, my salmon on the grill and my baked beans. Yes, sir. 
it's hard to cook salmon on the grill because you could overcook it pretty easy. Yeah, you can, but I mean, you know, if you wrap it right and just time it up right, it's it's good. You can do it. So. Yeah, because you're not putting it right on, right? Because then it falls you apart, right? Yeah, you wrap it in foil, some lemons, you know, some little onions, maybe. Just let, let it sit in there about you know 15 minutes or so. Uh, skin skin up or skin down? Skin down. Skin down to protect it a little bit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Salmon, baby. Um, <laughs> Two words to describe yourself. Uh, just dedicated and, you know, just uh, hardworking. I guess hardworking and dedicated. Yeah, I guess that's one, two, three, I guess. So. We're going to get a combo word there. You would take two. I know you want to write a book. You have the idea, you have the thought, or is it just something you want to do? Uh, just something I want to do. I mean, as far as, you know, education, I, I'd, I'd love to do a book, you know, just, just about you know, just just the things that I've seen in education and life, and you know, just kind of kind of you know, like the book that you've written, the books that you've written, uh, you know, just just things like that, just to try to, you know, kind of sum everything up, you know, write a book about you know just just life in general and, and how to you know kind of maneuver through life. Yeah. Well, I would challenge you here on education, leadership, and beyond, uh, Marlo. You have a story to tell. You have that passion uh i'm going to do another write my book seminar about that about how to do it and how to get started so i would love for you to join and, and help you with that passion okay appreciate it yeah i think the title might be best dressed guy in the room <laughs> it could, could be yeah and, and wow that's so important yes that's right wow, that's, that's right so what is one thing you're curious about i'm just curious about th this new school year coming up just uh, how it's going to roll, you know, just, just really had a, had a lot of turnover with teachers and trying to get some more in. So, you know, here, here at my school, I think I've only, I, I may have about six tenure teachers out of about 20. So or something like that. So, you know, but just, I'm just curious about how, you know, taking the new, the new teachers in and, you know, just how I'm going to try to build them up and, and guide them the right way. So it, it's always good. It's kind of tough to have a young staff, but it's always good to have a young staff because then yeah. you can you know, kind of get the best of both worlds on it, I guess, and try to help them through and, and just learn some stuff for yourself and help them learn as well. Something about uh, Marlo Hazard that people do not know about. Um, actually, I've got a full head of hair, but I just I just choose to cut it off. So <laughs> get out, really. Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, people would go crazy for that. You choose to go ball. Yeah, I, I choose. I cut it all. Yeah, I, I cut my hair about every other day. So yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> How about that? Look at that. See, that was a good answer, Marlo. I uh, got your Twitter handle there. What was the best way people want to get in touch with you? Uh, hey, you can reach me there on Twitter, email uh, marlo.hazard at warren dot kyschools.us or if you want to call me on my cell phone you can call me there at 270-392-5167 so mm, he's putting out the cell phone he's giving out the digits yeah so you know, i hope all your students will uh listen in here they yeah, <laughs> be calling, they're calling me so yeah so <laughs> i used to do that with my high school students i, I would i gave them my number when i taught math and i, I would call them up and you know, i got this from ron clark so it, you know, I'd call them and I'd say, hey, what's eight times five? And then if they had a pause, I'd just hang up on them. So you're not ready. Just hang up. So, you know, <laughs> get them to learn their, their, 
you know, so, some for, uh, multiplication tables and all that. So, you know, it's just uh, just some fun that I would do. So, yeah. <laughs> Marla, you shared a lot today. This was fun. Do you have a quote uh, that, that you, you kind of live by, something you want to end the show with? Um, you know, just, just my, my quote, you know, that, that I, if my kids are listening or, or whatever it may be, you are great, you are wonderful, you are awesome. And that, that's, you know, that's it. <laughs> you are great, you are wonderful, you are awesome. Marlo, I say all three about uh, those things about you as well. Uh, it was a pleasure to have you on. I'm sorry it took so long, but we got you. All right. <laughs> uh, and I hope uh, I hope I'll see you down there in Louisville some point next week before you head on out. I get right. in Wednesday, so maybe let's uh, let's say hello. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Well, don't hang up. Uh, but we're going to end here uh, right now. Education, leadership, and beyond. This was show number. What am I here? Two seventeen. Marlo Hazard, uh, Warren uh, Elementary, and check him out on Twitter at Mr. Hazard 101 if you're listening. Uh, Marlo, you keep uh, rolling and keep surviving and thriving. Yes, sir. All right. Stay on the line here, Marlo. We're going to get rolling. Thanks so much, everyone. Again, a shout out to our sponsor at Hazzy's. Excuse me, at Hazzy'sCookies.com. Uh, check them out. Discount code Marada15. Keep surviving and thriving. If I can help you in any way, don't hesitate to reach out at Andrew Murata 21 on Twitter. Keep rolling, friends.